The bulletin uh, has that uh, the sermon today will be from Psalm 67, uh, but I'm going to call an audible, and uh, we're going to be looking at Psalm 23. And I know that Woody preached from Psalm 23 recently. I'm not going back to uh, make right the wrongs of his sermon. We're just going to look at Psalm 23 together because I think it powerfully speaks into our lives this morning. And one of the things about Psalm 23 that's so powerful is the fact that it speaks about the God of the universe being personally concerned for you and for me. And one of the reasons that people throughout the ages have turned to Psalm 23 for strength and comfort and help is because it reminds us that God is with us in good times and in bad times. God is with us beside the still water and in the green pasture. God is with us when we walk through the valley of the shadow of death. God cares for us, He loves us, and He's with us. So let me read Psalm 23 from God's Word. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures, He leads me beside still waters, He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Let's pray together. Father in heaven, we bow before you this morning and we ask for your grace and mercy to rain down upon us. I pray that you would help us to lean into your loving arms and to know more than ever that you, Jesus Christ, truly are the good shepherd. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. The Lord is my shepherd. Those are words that we're so used to hearing together, they make sense, they run together. But when they were first written and sung and heard from folks, they probably didn't fit very well. There was some dissonance between these two concepts. First of all, the idea of Lord. Capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D. When you read it in the Old Testament, it is the covenant name of God. Some translations say Yahweh or Jehovah. This is the, per, the, uh, the personal covenant promise-filled name of God. It's the name that God gave to Moses at the burning bush. And he said, who should I say that sent me? And he said, tell them, I am who I am, Yahweh, the Lord has sent you. This is the word For God, the name of God that reminds us that He is self existent and powerful and mighty and great and timeless and infinite and unchangeable and eternal. He is in need of no one and no thing. Now, in our time and in our life, sometimes watching the game on the HD television seems better than going to it. Sometimes the computer graphics seem better than real life, but a huge part of understanding who God is and understanding who we are as human beings 
is coming to terms with and growing in being captivated by the greatness of God. He is the creator, the sustainer, the redeemer. He is almighty God, everlasting God, high above the heavens, full of glory and power and radiant holiness. Yet he also dwells with the lowly and the contrite of heart. The Lord is my shepherd. We go from the highest glory to the bottom of the barrel. If Mike Rowe and the show Dirty Jobs still existed, and if they could go back 3,000 years, they would definitely do a whole show on being a shepherd in biblical times. This is one of the lowliest jobs one could imagine. You'd be out in the elements for weeks on end. It would be one of those summer jobs that you get when you're a teenager to remind yourself why you go to college. <laughs> You'd work 24-7. You would, it was usually the youngest person in the family who would hold this post because no one else wanted to do it. Yet we read these majestic and mysterious words. The Lord, everlasting God, is my shepherd. God condescends to us. He stoops down to us to watch over us, to care for us, to lead us, to love us. Think about some of the muck and the mess that you've cleaned out this week. Think about what we've walked through this week. The smells, the sadness, the tears. Jesus Christ is right there with us. He is down and dirty in the thick of it. Right there with us. The good shepherd, the Bible says, lays down his life for the sheep. Other sheep I have which are not of this fold, Jesus said, I must bring them in also. My sheep hear my voice, I know them, and they follow me. So when we read Psalm 23, we should think about Jesus and the incarnation and him coming down from heaven to deliver folks just like us to identify with us and care for us and lead us and carry us. That is the backdrop of Psalm 23. But Psalm 23 also talks about all of these blessings that come from having God as our shepherd. We shall not want. You've probably heard before that domesticated sheep are needy, helpless animals. Many times they need a shepherd for just about anything and everything. And even though it may be hard for us to admit it, we need guidance and help as well. One of the first things Psalm 23 says about God being our shepherd is, I shall not lack rest. Jesus Christ, the good shepherd, gives us rest. Sheep do not rest easily. The good shepherd protects the herd, comforts them, leads them into the green pastures besides the still waters. Literally, that means waters of rest. Why begin here? 
Well, the Christian life is fundamentally resting in God through Christ. We cannot manipulate the circumstances of our lives to be free from fear and friction and difficulty, but we can rest in the fact that the Lord of hosts is with us and the God of Jacob is our refuge. That Jesus Christ, the good shepherd, cares for us and he's taking care of us. When we're afraid, think about the Lord as your shepherd. We can rest in him. We don't have to do it all. We don't have to be everywhere at once. We don't have to carry the weight of the world on our shoulders. In fact, we weren't meant to do any of those things. We can go to God and trust in God. He's our only hope for rest. Another thing that we see from Psalm 23 is, I shall not lack life. Jesus Christ, the good shepherd, restores our souls, verse 3 says. He restores my soul. He provides for, he redeems my life in the midst of hard times. Have you ever heard of a cast sheep? You know, when sheeps, when they're sheeps, when, when a when their wool would get fully grown, almost ready to be sheared, um, sometimes they would lay down and then roll over on their back and they couldn't right themselves, almost like a turtle on its back. And they would kick and they would struggle and they would fight and they would wrestle and soon these gases would build up inside the sheep and the sheep could die within hours Because of that trauma of being upside down with no answer. And the good shepherd comes and he makes them right. He restores the sheep. There are so many times in our lives when we're like cast sheep. Because of our sins. Maybe it's one stupid decision we've made. Maybe it's a destructive pattern in our lives. The blood of Jesus Christ can make us whole. He can wash you and restore you. And Jesus Christ can work in the most helpless situations that this life has to offer Another thing Psalm 23 says is that we shall not lack guidance. Jesus Christ, the good shepherd, offers us guidance in life. Sheep wander off. The good shepherd leads them to the best pasture, the best water, the safest places. They would naturally wander to the barren pastures, to the dirty water, and to the unsafe places. Psalm 23 says that the Lord leads us in paths of righteousness for his own namesake. Because that's the best way. It's the most profitable way. It's the way of life. We're all like wandering sheep. And there is great blessing in being beside Jesus Christ, the good shepherd. We're comforted with this mystery. The God of the universe cares for us. He's with us. And he loves us. It also says that we shall not lack safety. Jesus Christ, the good shepherd, offers us protection in difficult situations. In David's time, the sheep made this seasonal journey. In the wintertime, they were in the lowlands. In the summertime, they went up into the highlands. And in order to make this trek, they had to go through valleys and ravines 
that were often dark with wild animals around the corner and ironically flash floods could rise in an instant. There was nowhere to run, there was nowhere to hide. But the valley of the shadow of death was critical for the life of those sheep. Sometimes it's God's plan for us to go through the valley of the shadow of death, and we don't know why. We don't understand. There have been and will be valleys in your life. Many of us are walking through some of the darkest valleys that we can imagine even now. And in the midst of that valley, remember, God is with us. God is with us. He's right there. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. The rod was for fighting off enemies. The staff was for uh, going to get those sheep that wandered off. The greatest blessing in the time of difficulty is God's presence with us. And we can be like little children who are afraid and they reach up to their parents or to the adult next to them and they just grab their hand because they need someone to lead them and guide them. God is there for us. And we can do the same thing. I shall not lack goodness and mercy. You've had that dream before when you're running away from someone, but you just can't run fast enough. And your legs feel like jelly. And you think, why can't I run any faster? Jesus, the good shepherd, chases us down with his mercy and kindness. This is a picture of God's mercy and steadfast love. The Lord comes and finds us. The love of God is like bloodhounds hunting us down the rest of our lives so that he can lavish his love upon us. And sometimes we want that love. And sometimes we get to the point in our lives where we don't think we need it or want it. And God comes and chases us down with his love anyway. And he pursues us because he's the good shepherd. And the last thing I want us to see from this passage is that we shall not lack a heavenly home. Jesus Christ, the good shepherd, brings us home to heaven. We have mercy and grace here, but there are hard times. There's suffering. We wrestle with sin. God takes care of us. But there is a greater blessing to having the Lord as your shepherd. A blessing that transcends life and home and all the blessings that we can imagine here. It's the blessing of a heavenly home. It's hard for us to look forward to a heavenly home at times when we have so much here. But no matter how good or bad your life may be now, this is a sweet promise for God's children. A heavenly home. Jesus said it so beautifully. In my Father's house in many rooms, I go to prepare a place for you so that where I am, you may be also. We're pilgrims and aliens here. God's children are waiting for the consummation of all things. This life is changing, fleeting, and fading, and in God's house there is blessing evermore. Now we get the table in the wilderness... We know God's mercy in the midst of difficulty. Then we get the marriage supper of the Lamb where we'll feast at the Father's table and rejoice in Jesus Christ, our Good Shepherd. So there it is, Psalm 23. 
It's not sentimental, it's not sappy, it's profound, it's groundbreaking, showing us the love and nature and mercy and condescension of God to us. And one of the questions that we ask as we think about this psalm is simply this, is the Lord your shepherd? Is Jesus Christ, the good shepherd, your shepherd? And if he's not, what is guiding you in your life? Where will you find rest? Where will you find guidance and protection and mercy and heaven? Jesus Christ offers all of those. And to God's children who know him and love him, don't run away from the Lord. Lean into his loving arms. And may we say and believe with joy and rejoicing and wonder and tears and struggle. The Lord is my shepherd. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for your promises. Help us to lean on you and upon them now, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen.